What's that on up yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So it's been a while since we've recorded. Yeah, it's been a long time, feels like. It, it does, and, and we're going to start out this episode a little bit more serious than we normally do. And anybody that is involved with the scene around here probably knows the tragedy that happened recently. Yeah. And uh, everybody knows who Jeff Everidge is. Uh, Jeff Everidge of Tasmania fame. Old school mini trucker and somebody that we definitely consider a friend of the show, if nothing else. You know, um, Well, Jeff lost his son, his adult son, Dustin, recently, just a couple of days ago, actually. He, uh, he passed away after a car wreck. And we're not going to dwell on that. You know, we, we were debating if we even wanted to discuss that at all. I hope that he doesn't take any offense at it, but at the same time, we felt that we needed to publicly offer our condolences. You know, we both know Jeff, and and I knew his son. And for Jeff and Tyler and all you guys, we're we're so sorry. Yeah, man, we're real sorry. It's it's awful to find out. And, and because of that, you know, we wanted to get that right up front and just offer those condolences there. And and again, just a little bit more solemn moment. You know, things just happen so quickly. So enjoy every moment you guys have. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini truck and culture. We are your hashtag voice of the low life. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host Shay Mullins. Hope. And you are falling into episode 19 of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. So I guess you all don't know this yet, but you probably don't hear an extra echo in the background. And that's because we might have, you know, <laughs> cock-teased you guys a little bit. Yeah. We promised an interview with Charles Banks. And Charles Banks of the at classic underscore mini trucks Instagram account, which is an awesome Instagram account. Oh, absolutely. I like about every photo of the post. It's same. He, his photo collection is actually better than mine, and that's saying a lot. You know, I don't post mine. I don't have that really gumption to do it. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of work. We suck at social media. Yeah. Well, I suck at social media. <laughs> You're pretty decent at it. But anyway, but Charles was kind enough to agree to jump on and do this interview with us. And in my infinite wisdom, I didn't realize that I have not unpacked all of my cables since the Revolution show. Jesus Christ, that's forever ago. Yeah, okay, so I've been a little busy, all right? You know, school started back. This is my busy season at work. Excuses, 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 (laughs) but in the grand scale of things. Oh, and don't forget, Mini Nance is coming up, so you're getting ready for it. Yes, well, I'm not getting ready for it in any matter that matters. We'll get back to that, I'm sure. We'll discuss our Mini Nance plans. Uh, I'm not sure what little piddly stuff I'm doing could be considered a crunch. But but anyway, so Charles was going to be on here tonight, and five minutes before recording time, I went to hook up everything and realized I was missing about half of what I needed. So I tried to rig something up. It didn't work out, and... Charles was nice enough to say, hey, go ahead, record tonight. You know, we knew you want to talk about a few things, and he will join us very soon. So we do not have a, quote-unquote, LCD kinfolk special guest tonight. So if you want to tune out now, we understand. But at the same time, 
you know, what else are you going to listen to for the next 30 or 40 minutes with this kind of accent, right? Yeah, I mean. Hey, let's 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 give a shout out to OLP because they were kind enough to give us a shout out on their show. We greatly appreciate that, guys. That's super cool of you. And we can definitely agree on one thing. We don't talk like y'all. <laughs> yeah. so I we, thought that was a super cool touch. It's true, but we're, we're hillbillies. Well, we're hillbillies. <laughs> The, uh, we can call ourselves that, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. Well, it's totally fine for us. To yeah, say totally fine for yeah. us to say it. But yeah. no, that was a, a wonderful surprise, and it was really super cool, those guys. And I'm jealous they're down there at Slam Fest right now in Tampa, which is where I would love to have been. Same. That was my plan if the world didn't go to hell, and uh, that will happen next year. You know, we had a pretty impressive list at the start of this year of shows to go to. Oh, God, we yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Back when our audio quality was completely unlistenable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I went back and tried to listen to some of those earlier they're episodes. Awful. Oh, God. They're awful. They are so bad. So bad. It's like we're recording on an AM radio inside the cab of a 77 Chevy with open headers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I've, I've literally been there before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When you were running around with JW knocking down road signs <laughs> in Greensburg, Kentucky. See ya. Man, that truck was tough. I mean, he really, that, that sign, there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't tilted or anything. That thing was planted in the ground and he ran it over. So, okay, check it out. We We teased everybody with the appearance of Charles Banks, and it would have been the first interview we've done in a while. We're really looking forward to it, and I screwed up. I'm sorry, so you're just going to have to listen to us ramble for a little while. So, But don't worry, we're going to have him on our next show, hopefully, if everything works out. And, and we had something really special planned I was going to surprise him with, and I've made the mistake of going ahead and telling a few people that I was going to do it, so now I feel compelled to go ahead, and his input would have been absolutely awesome. And 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 I and I think we may even be making a mistake by not saving it, but my EDD makes it you know just pop out. So check it out. We were going to do a Mount Rushmore of Eastern Kentucky mini trucking history. Mm, that's a great idea. Well, it's an ideal. Yeah. I give that. But no, seriously, seen a picture the other day. Actually, you know when we were talking about Jeff, I found an old picture that was Jeff, his son Dustin. Uh, couple other people in it that we'll get to and and i thought if you pulled me out of that picture and put another person in this place it would have been the mount rushmore of eastern kentucky mini truck in history and that ideal kind of stuck with me a little bit so moving the monitor making this making the scope spike um so that monitor don't work half the time anyway yeah, i don't like you ever find out what's wrong with this thing no i'm probably just dumb <laughs> Some <of the> guys, <laughs> it's probably the power coming unplugged it's just to be honest is that a thing i don't know yeah i don't know either technology so, so anyway mount rushmore 606 eastern kentucky history mm-hmm. all right so so let's define this you know what a mount rushmore is obviously you guys know mount rushmore sculpture in the black hills that shows the for the presidents that well, wait, I don't really understand why Roosevelt was up there, but whatever, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, whatever, you know. But four four famous presidents and blah 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 blah, and that's a very known attraction. So a lot of times that's used to exemplify the four faces of something, and in this instance, you know, we're going to use it to exemplify the four faces of Eastern Kentucky mini truck in history. So my criteria, and jump in if you don't like. Is this it going to be Eastern Kentucky, or are we saying the Appalachian Mountains? You know. We will. That's what we'll do with Charles. Ah, yes. That's we'll a good do idea. the Eastern Kentucky part, and uh, we'll save. I like that idea. Uh, we'll save. That brought the spectrum a lot. Brought, <laughs> although I think there may still be two holdovers, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll get back. But you know, because that's that's. It's funny that you say that. It, we'll talk more about that later. But that's it. So tonight we're going to do the Eastern Kentucky only Mount Rushmore of Eastern Kentucky mini trucking history. 
next when we talk to Charles, whenever that is, next episode or the episode after, we'll do the Central Appalachia. Because I don't know nobody from the mountains of New York. Come on. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do the Central Appalachia Mount Rushmore of mini trucking history. I like that. Yeah. I like that I don't a lot. know anybody from... There's mountains in New York yeah, State. Yeah, Adirondacks and stuff. And, I didn't know that well, was a thing. John Beebe and Dan Harvey are both from New York. Are they really? And so is Tara, ironically, Dan, Dan Harvey's wife. Huh. Yeah, but I don't think they met up there. I think they met, like, down here. I don't know. They mm. explained it to me once, but I was just petting their dog. They moved so, south where it's warm. Not where there's maybe, four feet know. of snow every three days. Right, whatever. Yes. So, so anyway, okay, so tonight's topic, as of right now, the... And we said this like nine times. I feel very redundant. <laughs> so, but the Eastern Kentucky Mountain. Okay, so let's define some criteria with okay, it. Okay, okay. Number one, that person has to have been born in Eastern Kentucky. They may have relocated since. They may live far away from here. The, 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 but their contributions have to affect Eastern Kentucky, and they so, have to have been born in Eastern Kentucky. So the vehicle more or less had to be built for in this area. Well, I'm not even going to say this necessarily have to have a vehicle. Let's be a little broad in this. Okay, you can you can contribute to the mini truck scene in a huge way without necessarily having a known vehicle. I don't think, I mean, obviously all these people we're going to mention have or had a truck, hmm. but that's not the, well, let's, let's look at it like this. Three criteria and okay. see if you agree with me. First and foremost, contributions to the scene. Okay. I did air quotes. Okay. okay. So contributions as in they help the scene grow in some way. Or shaped it in some way, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. Right. So right. contributions. Okay. That's, that's a great one. Number two, notoriety or name recognition. You know, is that, that a kind of goes with? Yeah, I get that too. I kind of. Yeah. But it, but you know, there may be people in the '80s that we didn't know that were big important pieces, and they dropped out in '89. In the grand scale of things, it's a shame. While they may have con- contributed, 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 uh, whatever. Uh, we're hillbillies. <laughs> they might have played a part in the role. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! Really? So anyway, <laughs> yes, we're though. ironically drinking Mountain Dew, just so everybody knows. Oh my God, we really are, aren't we? <laughs> of course, I'm drinking Mountain Dew Zero, and you're drinking Mountain Dew Foo Foo Berry Surprise. No, it's called Voodoo. Yeah, that's Mountain Dew Bukaki. <laughs> you know, honestly, it even God, has the color. I'll be honest with you; it tastes like Mountain Dew Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> I think all they did was all the leftover shit they had laying around. They just mixed it together and made right, this. Right, absolutely. <laughs> we need a Halloween flavor. What it's, kind of gamer fuel we got laying around here? It's not bad though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Nobody not. drinks Mountain Dew Kick anymore. Throw that in there. <laughs> What's Mountain Dew Kick? It was an energy drink. They've done like nine of them. Kick oh. Amp, something else. Oh, those weren't bad. There was also a Mountain Dew Amp orange juice. Honest to God, juice infused with caffeine and yellow number five. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it gave you vitamin C and shrank your testicles. <laughs> it was amazing. So that was actually used for birth control a lot around here. <laughs> Trust me. So anyway, uh, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> yep, this is gonna be one of them episodes, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I missed you too, buddy. Uh, Mountain Dew Bukaki. <laughs> you still stuck in that? <laughs> that's well. If it wasn't like. The, the whitey, milky, just grossness of that liquid you're downing right there. It kind of tastes like they mixed every flavor that they had. No, no shit. I'm sorry. It's true. And ironically, it's white. Well, that's kind like, of the, like a creamy the, white look. Yeah, I was. That's kind of the illusion I was making for. Oh yeah. God, so anyway, I, I don't okay. think I'll drink any more of this. First, now. You've ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Just don't smear it all over your face or anything. <laughs> Rub it in your hair. <sighs> oh God. Don't, <laughs> I'm so glad we don't yeah. do this on camera. <laughs> that that visual alone is going to haunt me for days. It should. All right, man. So anyway, 
Uh, yep, this already went off the rails. We're 10 minutes Okay, in. so what's Good the job. third thing that they need to do? Did I mention the second? So contributions. Um, contributions. Contributions. Contrib- uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, name recognition or notoriety. And what's the third one? Longevity. And that kind of define longevity for me. You mattered in '91. You mattered now. Ah, oh, okay. So their name kept going, even if they don't. Their trucks still exist. Actively contribute to the scene anymore. The longevity of it, like I said, if you did something in '89 and or '80s and dropped out in '89, okay. Well, I, I you may give, have been. Con- I, got, uh, I got an big, example of that one. Okay, Jody Hall's Ranger. Um, whenever a Ranger is ever mentioned, that's one I think of. Well, I, I see that's that's longevity to me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That was, you know, ironically, it was the first mini I'd ever seen in person. Well, no, second you, mini because since I've you've seen already the mentioned first. since you've already mentioned Jody, uh-huh. do you want to just want to go ahead and jump right into it? Okay, now of our first faces uh, of Mount Rushmore, would, the drop shop was one of the most iconic things as far as mini trucks go in Eastern Kentucky. So, I'm going to do this in my head, Jody, and I have another name. I can't say one and two, so. It's one A and one B, and we'll get to the other name, and I'll I'll justify why. But let's talk about Jody for mm-hmm. a minute. I think you just nailed it. Uh, if you think Body Drop Rangers, that's you think what, Jody Hall. That's exactly what I think of. No joke. When I first got into this world, you know, it was about the time that Jody was starting to do. Well, he did the bagging or I beam bagging the tech article. Do you remember that tech mm-hmm. article? Like, yeah, I do. I, I, I want to think ninety seven. I, I still don't something remember. like that. Bagging a. Uh, I beams is still like voodoo to me. Well, I think let's go ahead and, and consider our first face on the mountain that defines Eastern Kentucky mini trucking history. Is Jody Hall? Mm-hmm. Jody's born in, or I don't know where he's born. I know it's Eastern Kentucky, but yeah. he's from Caney there in Pike County. Yeah, that's about where the drop shop was. And he was the proprietor of the famous drop shop, mm-hmm. and that's the heck where it's at. It was it was a little garage up in a holler, and I remember being sixteen, seventeen years old and going up that holler. And just seeing, and it's a holler, by God, it's not a hollow. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's a not a street, an alley, a cul-de-sac. No, it's a holler. It's a holler. It's a holler. I remember seeing it when I was a kid. I was in the back seat of my mom and dad's car, and oh. as they're pulling out, I seen all these body drop trucks and bag trucks sitting Dude, up same. there. And same. I and I remember saying to myself, "What is a drop shop? That's really cool." Looking. No, absolutely, man. You know, when when my first experience with minis, I've, I've talked about this a little bit before. Was pitching for as many nats as far now. Granted. At the age of 12, 13, I was already subscribed to trucking. Mm-hmm. I was already subscribed to mini trucking because my dad had a little love that he worked on. I've, I've mentioned that Rare, before. Rare's Trucks Alive, I believe. <sighs> yeah, dude. It's like they were with the Ford Courier. Dude, where mm-hmm. I went and bought the 59 the other day, the cat had four of them. Did you drive by them? Yes. Mm-hmm. One of them was a diesel. They made a diesel. Hell, JW's with me. He was ready to hit some starting fluid on it and just drive the damn thing out. I, I can't really blame him. So, but anyway, you know, I was reading the magazines before I ever had my first experience, but my first experience was Pigeon Forge, and we showed up there on mistake on a weekend, or not mistake, we went down there on a weekend, just happened to coincide with the show, and I remember looking around being a wide-eyed kid going, oh my God, this is the raddest stuff ever. Well, anyway, fast forward a year or two, reading mini trucking, you know, reading, reading, reading. I was like, what? Wait, time out. This, cat's, this cat says, you know, the shop's in Pineville, Kentucky. I know where Pineville, Kentucky is. There's no way. That's just right up the road. And I remember researching into it and realizing there was actually a, you know, fabrication god 20 miles as the crow flies from where I lived. It's weird, you know. What just happened? Uh, I don't know. Our neighbor's a savage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sounds a body slam. But, like, nothing. Yeah, like 20 miles up the road. 
And 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 I convinced my dad's like, can we run up there? Let's just drive by and see it. And I remember driving by. Is it not the most random spot ever? Dude? Most random spot ever. You, you up twenty three, you hit a holler, you turn at a dairy bar, and you go a couple miles up and holler. It's just and only ten out there. Then all of a sudden, there's there's a there's a field where and you know you got some long term projects, and then there's a house with a a garage, a nice two bay garage there, and and that was it. And some of the most amazing stuff ever turned out. My memory, I remember the letters. Being like, was they spray painted on? I don't know. Black about that. Le- black letters on the side of said the drop shop. Oh, 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 oh! Shoot, I know what you're talking about. There was some something sign. I don't remember the details now. Yeah. Now it just it puzzles me. Um, but really cool. you know, at that time, it was so weird to me. Like I thought I discovered something, but he was already one of the most well-known people in the mini trucking world, and and people from all over the country, all over the country, brought trucks to him. I remember going up there the first time. And there's five trucks in the driveway with people standing with them. And I got out. And I was like, hey, guys, I want to meet Jody. And I'll tell you, look at me. I'm somebody. So I'm about to meet Jody. And they all looked at me like, yeah, we do too. He's not here yet. We're waiting on him. And I started looking. And these license plates and these, I remember a bag Toyota with a camper shelter from Maryland. From they drove from Maryland in a Mini? Dude, he has stuff from California. Really? He has stuff from California. Drove all the way here. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if they drove. Oh, that's, that's the most impressive part. I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what it's like to drive a mini a long distance. Is yeah. it a fun experience? It hurts my old man back. <laughs> so the no air conditioning makes my fat man body. Sweat. <laughs> yeah, don't remind me. But anyway, but no, Jody Hall, the drop shop. You know, he had the article I been bagging in the in the late mid to late nineties or mini trucking. He he, from the way I've always been told, is that he had a Ranger. He wanted to get a lower, and his father Flim, um, said you know, he was a hot rodder. He's yeah. like, well, we can do that. We can channel it channeling is body dropping you know that's what the lead sledders did and they body dropped it and, and kind of the rest is history and they started doing it for people and, and jody did some some amazing projects back then but everybody knew him um jody's long-standing negative camber member mm-hmm. you know one of the og negative camber members from way back when and and he himself contributed I, i'm not gonna say because in the later years of mini truck and i kind of stopped paying as much attention but mini truck magazine i think there's probably an argument that Jody might have built, if not more cover trucks, than been involved in more feature trucks than any one builder. Now, I may be way off base. I mean, I may be totally off base. But I can't help but think, because his his involvement was just so deep. You know, not only the trucks he built completely, but I know several people had uh, vehicles that he just did something to. Let me give you a great example. Shannon Bullis. If I'm not mistaken, he shaved Shannon's firewall in the Tandem Ranger. Shaved him? Yeah, that's it. Now, I might be dead wrong, but I think that's what he did. But then, like, the Jody Hall trucks, they become prized possessions. They are. You know, what ones the, that are left. How, how, how many you seen in person now that are around here still? You know, I've tried to do math over the years and see how many of the H-word uh, entries were Jody Hall involved. I couldn't begin, but it's amazing. Like, for example, the Freak Show Toyota from Illinois, mm-hmm. Jody Hall truck. David Caldwell's Ranger, mm-hmm. Jody Hall truck originally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's done work in Shannon's, the the, the hard body, the blue hard body with the flames, the the camber trucks that come a couple years ago or a couple years before it ended, Jody Hall truck, mm-hmm. and, and and then like my buddy Joey Brewer brought a Jody Hall Ranger there once, and and just so many more that have had some work at the drop shop done. You know it's kind of amazing. You talk about somebody that's left a lasting impression in the Eastern Kentucky. Definitely his longevity. Uh, and he's got dude, name recognition. There is nobody 
if you don't know who Jody Hall is, you probably need to turn in your mini trucker card. Yeah, I don't. Get and that. that goes nationwide. That's yeah, not I mean, just if here. It, especially if you are a fan of Rangers. I mean, like the man wrote the article on how to bag a ranger. Literally. I, I mean, literally. Like, I mean, to me, it's still voodoo, but you know that that particular truck that was in that article yeah. is a gray primary square body ranger. Uh, it sat at a trailer park right on US twenty three for years. After that, I mean, for hmm. years and years and years, and it finally disappeared. I don't know whatever happened to it, uh, but there's so many trucks that people are getting restored now. So it's almost like getting like. You know, Starbird type cars, some of the old, you know. Man, I'd look, uh, look into one of those on, uh, you know, like Facebook Marketplace you know, uh-huh. type deal and get one for like $500 or something. Exactly. Somebody. Oh, I'd be so tickled. You know, I know of one or two that were scrapped. Oh. And that thought alone. Oh, I'm actually sick in my stomach. You know, um, the you know Shannon Bullets has the convertible Ranger. That mm-hmm. was one of the cover trucks that Jody did. And I was blanking the original owner. Was it Matt White that had that? It was Matt something. And, and I, I know that's pitiful that I'm not remembering that. I would never remember that. But we I know barely, the truck. I barely remember names. Know the truck. It, it was the one that was on the shirt for the Revolution <laughs> oh, Show. Absolutely beautiful truck. And an awesome truck. And, and just such, again, an example of that history. Everybody knows that truck around here. And, and again, there's so many more. So I think it goes without saying that Jody is one of the first faces on the 606 Mount Rushmore. Okay. Well, who would be the next one? Casey Harden. Well, that's okay. All right. And, and again, I'm not, I, just, yeah, I don't say I don't say one and two. I say one A and one B. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Joey Brewer and I were talking oh, about okay. this just well, the other day. Well, just seeing how you brought up the big guns, who's our George Washington? Who's our William Howard Taft? Is he even on there? <laughs> I have no unearthly Me idea. Neither. You know, he had a Pony Brigade. What's a Pony? Brigade? So anyway, moving right back to moving going, is that like going back to the Renick riding ponies. Is that what that is? <laughs> God Almighty. So, Casey Harden. And, let me, and Casey kind of blurs the lines a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was earlier than Jody. He was. He was the first ever body drop truck east of the Mississippi River. Also you know, true. Almost everybody old school knows his gray square body S10 and the Type 86 shadow directionals and the different iterations, you know, with a camper shell, with the shave tail lights. It was a mainstay in Pitch and Forge. Liked it he bodied right. it late 80s, early 90s. Oh. I liked it better without the shaved tail lights. Same, same. No, and I liked it better without the camper shell, ironically. I'm, I'm a factory tail lights. But Casey blurred those lines. It, it, much like Jody, he had his hand involved in so many other things. He worked with Todd Wilt, Wilt Bill Hydraulics. And if I'm not mistaken, I know Clint will bust me for this. I think he had his own shop. Was it Sin City in Indianapolis? Uh, he had his own shop. Uh, but Casey... It started out hardcore mini trucking. He blurred the lines with the low rider world. In fact, his Toyota, the Tonka Toy, was a world truck dance champion. A couple times. And that's wild. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. That's I remember really in mini trucking back when they used to cover some low rider stuff too. I uh, love juice. Same. Well, they had pictures of it. Yellow, you know, eighty four to eighty eight Toyota. I think it was an eighty seven. Thanks. Uh, juice is magical. <laughs> Let's just be honest. It is. It's, it's voodoo, man. It's voodoo. It really is. Yep, yep. You start talking about it, you're like, well, how's that? Same. How's that do? But Casey, you know, had the first body dropped a vehicle east of the Mississippi. Well, body of a truck, you know, as far as the mini truck world goes. Um, he was the blurred line of the low rider world, but he was involved in so many other things. A lot of the Todd Wilt builds. And, you know, then, God, that list is crazy from the Ramster on down. Yeah. Ramster is sweet. Uh, Ramster was cool. And 
that name though, as far as fabrication and just thinking outside the box, I, I don't think there's any way you he can was get a away. pioneer. That's he was. Now he he is just barely in my limits though, because he was in Clearfield, which is like four miles south of I sixty four. Oh, hey, man, he really is on the line. Right, right? on the line. Oh. He's, he's right on the line. Oh. But as far as again contributions, longevity, names that people know, you know, he, he uh, I was lucky enough to have him at the show a couple years. And it always amazed me, a lot of the nice OGs. Guy. Beyond. Beyond. The only thing is, he's a North Carolina fan, like a rabid North Carolina basketball fan, so we used to give each other hell. What's basketball? Uh, <laughs> is that where they bounce the shooty hoops? Well, I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't care about that kind of sports anymore. They just they do nothing for me anymore. I'm just so burnt <laughs> over it. It's just dumb. You know, that's that's taking valuable garage time. It does. It does. But anyway. You can watch it in the garage, though. You can watch it in the garage. It just takes up your time while you're in the garage. But, again, Casey is almost in a grandfather role in the fact that he influenced so many people. And just, just it's amazing to talk about people that grew up idolizing Casey's people that I consider old school guys. Yeah. And, and Casey isn't that old. It's a funny thing. Hell, I know. I, I bet he's not fifty. No. And my math may be way off, but I swear I bet he's not fifty. He ages very well unlike unlike me. <laughs> I look much older because I'm worn out and, and dilapidated. But yeah. you know, and I don't sleep. Some people look into that stuff, man. Yeah, some people let's just be honest. Some people have good genetics and, and you know like my dad who has a full head of hair and he did not give me those genetics. <laughs> he does have a full head of hair. Yeah, he does. He doesn't look anywhere near his age either. No. I, I honestly, he's I look at he's dad, almost like, seventy. I look at him like he's Low fifties. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, he still likes that old cop look, though. I get he does. Out of that. He's, got, he's got that stern look on his face all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's that's where I get my asshole side from. <laughs> but anyway, no, I think Casey has to be one B. Now, what do you think? I I can't argue with Casey. So I I'm, honestly, you're gonna have to go to the next one to see if what we what else you got. Well, then it gets a little blurry. Okay. Um, because there's several people that could take a position, well, and I. I who, who's built a feature truck locally? In eastern Kentucky. Yeah, little. eastern Kentucky. A feature truck. A legit feature well, truck. Well, let's do this. A okay. lot of people built feature trucks. In eastern Kentucky. But let's kind of go back a little bit. Okay. How far let's, back? Well, let's think late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Let's think old school features. Uh, old school features. Damn. Old school like, features. Like yeah. started mini truck magazines features. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's think early 90s, you know, mid 90s. Mm. You got well. First one that comes to mind, we mentioned him a couple times. Jeff Everidge, Tasmania, Tasmania. Jeff Everidge. Why do you name it Tasmania? First of all, Jeff is from Eastern Kentucky. He he don't live here no more, but he is from Wattsburg, where we're from. Is <laughs> was Jeff really from Wattsburg? Yeah, you didn't know that. I did not know that. He is actually yeah. He's yeah. actually my dad's. a real nice guy too. My dad's administrative assistant. Uh, she is actually first cousins with him. And oh, really? wow. Jeff's parents owned the old Kentucky Fried Chicken that was here in town. Now, that won't mean anything to him, but he's been long gone. But it was right beside where the Lost Penis restaurant is. That <laughs> was That, that everybody place tastes like a Lost Penis, too. I it, never really cared it, for it. it but the, guy, the, the owner was very nice, and he gave us money. Um, <laughs> so we'd always do, like, you know, after-meat dinners there and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was right over there beside that. And Jeff was really from here. Moved out to, you know, the Flatlands or whatever. Um, but he had the original Tasmania Toyota. And won the first ever Best of Show at Slammin' and Jammin'. That's impressive. become a massive, massive, massive That's a show. big-ass show. In fact, the issue of Mini Trucking that I used um, to kind of preview this episode just so happens to be the episode that, or the, the issue that he was featured in and 
had the slamming and jamming covers from that year, that year, showing not only him winning best of show, but a really sweet mullet. <laughs> and I'm totally gonna have to post that at some point. Like it was wow. really, really. It was a rad haircut. You can't like you know, mullet. six foot of trophy, two and a half foot of mullet. It was an awesome combination. So much party. Please don't hate me, Jeff. <laughs> so much party. We really like you a lot. So much party. <laughs> All right. And so. So he had the feature truck, but then, you know, yeah, there's people back then with feature trucks, but that that's where the contributions and the longevity thing goes. You know, Jeff stayed in it for a while. Well, you know, the Mount Rushmore really is like all of our iconic people that started everything. Yeah, they're going to have to chip away Roosevelt and put Trump. I don't know about that. Yep, they are for me. Time, uh, so anyway. I, I like Roosevelt. Thank you very much. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, Roosevelt's okay. a great guy. Sure, whatever. Okay, cool. So anyway, unions. Back to Jeff though. Yeah, we're talking, and 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 I'm not necessarily assigning him to a slot. We're just talking of really good possibilities right now. But I think he would be a super high contender. Um, that being said, once upon a time, many years ago, uh, J.W. Halk was over at my house, and he had one of his trucks laying out front. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was his Toyota, his graphic Tacoma. He had. There was a knock at the door, and it's funny. Again, Dad's dad's uh, co-worker had told me for years, like, oh, yeah, I've got a cousin that's into them little low trucks like you like. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Little low trucks. Yeah. And I, I, you know. I know. I know. But that's what everybody calls them. So. And uh, and I just kind of ignored her. I'm like, oh, sure, whatever. Yeah, get your little rider. And she'd right. constantly tell me, like, oh, yeah, he used to win all sorts of big shows. I'm like, mm-hmm, that's yeah. cool. Well, anyway, lo and behold, uh, this cat showed up at my door. There's a knock at the door, and I walk downstairs. <clears> and and uh, he's like, hey, whose Tacoma's at? Or Toyota's at out front? Please tell me Tasmania's parked in your driveway. He did not have oh. the original Tasmania, but <laughs> the story gets better. Oh. And again, true story. So this dude's in my porch randomly, like, hey, you know, I seen that truck, and, and you might have a look at it, whatever. So we go out and talk to him. He's like, yeah, I used to have a truck, a Toyota too. He goes in his truck that he was in that day, and comes back with this airbrushed T-shirt of his Toyota Tasmania. <laughs> oh, that's cool. No shit. That's no cool. <laughs> that's and, really cool. And and he comes back and like, yeah, check it out. This was my truck. And we're talking to this dude and. I'm like, well, you know, what's your deal? Why are you around here? It's like, oh, well, I'm originally from here, and blah, 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 blah. And then it kind of clicks for me. I said, what's your name? He said, Jeff Everidge. And I ran upstairs real quick and grabbed my old mini truck and come down. I said, dude, this is you. And I'm like, yay, cool, you know, the celebrity. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is you in here. He's like, yeah, that's mine. And turns out he was, you know, in visiting family, come in once a year or whatever to visit family there. And we got talking. And that's when I was doing the show. And, and I realized who he was. We made the connection. And I invited him to come back and judge. So that year or that following year or whatever it was, he honored my request and came back and actually judged that show. Did an awesome job. But I think that kind of revamped his love for it. And I think just the next year afterwards, he went out and found a truck very similar, an old school truck, a survivor, but very similar to his original Tasmania truck. Hmm. And then rebuilt it in a much nicer version and made kind of the preeminent version of what he wanted to do originally. Which is funny, you know, the first one was awesome. You know, yeah. best of show, slamming and jamming. But then he got re-involved in a big way. And his two boys, uh, Dustin and Tyler. What, they, do you, what do you mean he, like, evolved it? Well, it's got a Z-Rack for now. Oh, that's a beautiful I thought, thing. I thought oh. that appealed to you. Oh, yeah. it really does appeal to me. So he did some things, you know, to it, and, and he can correct me if I'm saying wrong here. Um, but he did some things to it that he w- wanted to do the first time around. Maybe he didn't get a chance to or whatever. But he made it kind of the ideal version of his original truck. Hmm. And he shows the hell out of it. He's everywhere. Um, and, and like I said, his, his two boys, you Man, know, I they both it. grew up in the mini truck scene. Z-Rex. Both of them had trucks at different times. 
and uh, it just really that name would have to be there. You know, everybody knows Jeff. Uh, Jeff was in the original Late Night Creations Club from way back in the day. I have no idea on that one. Old school Central Georgia Kentucky Club. Do you remember Mike Speck, the pinstriper? Yeah. Mike was in it. Oh. Uh, so that gives you an idea as, okay. as far as. Well, anyway, old school club there, and he's been in Sunset for several years, which is a very fitting club for his truck. You know, very, very old school club, very old yeah. school truck. But anyway, so he'd be up there in conversation. So who would the next one be? We won't we won't slot him in just yet, but he's definitely right up there. Well, I mean, honestly, um, probably some of the guys that worked at the drop shop. Let's think about it, because uh, he had what? Didn't Andy help? Andy did. Andy Serginis. Yeah, Andy. Good, good, good point. Andy Serginis, the first ever body dropped long bed Toyota. Hmm. You know, as, or, or long bed extended cab. Blah blah blah. Um, Again, been a Camber member for years. Andy is originally from, <coughs> originally from Pike County. He has a gigantic Mo- beard. Moved up to Moorhead. I think he introduced me to Casey Harden. It's funny, we huh. were talking about that the other day. Me and, me and uh, Joey were talking about that the other day, and I couldn't remember who introduced me to Casey. I knew it wasn't Clint, because I knew Casey way before I knew Clint. And and, and although that, that circle definitely overlapped quite a bit. And I, and I couldn't remember it, and I think Andy did. And I remember meeting Andy at a little cruise-in, a rinky-dink cruise-in in 2001, 2002. It was 2002 because I was still on player wires, and I might have been bagged in the front. I Is, just don't remember Was that the sure. one with the lawnmower destruction? Uh, no, demolition derby? no, no. That was, <laughs> that was Jeffersonville, Kentucky. <laughs> okay. The, the dem- <laughs> we actually intended to go out there with, with each other. That wasn't a chance meeting. But I remember meeting Andy, and it's so funny, man. I, there, I have a picture somewhere of Andy clean-shaven, Head full of hair, uh, built awesome. Uh, he was in great shape back then. I'm not saying he's not now. I'm just I'm not going to say one way or the other. But great shape back then. Had a Tommy Hilfiger shirt on. And then like me, on the other hand, I'm fat and fluffy, <laughs> and like have spiked hair, and like a like a soul patch and stuff. It was really rad. You had a soul patch, and, and yeah, yeah, I did when I was rocking player wires, yo. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but. That was a, kind of a similar thing to, to when I met Jeff, as I met Andy. Uh, I don't remember who introduced me to Andy, or I maybe just introduced myself, honestly. Um, he was at Aaron Smith's shop, and Aaron Smith was a old-school hopper from the Moorhead area. He had a Mazda. I can't remember the name of the hopper. Uh, mm-hmm. But Aaron Smith, who now runs Aaron Smith's Best One Tire, he... In Moorhead? Uh, in Moorhead, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's out there on 60. He, if you, he had... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there was a couple hoppers in the Moorhead area, but Aaron Smith was having a cruise in to commemorate his new tire shop. Was it a truck? Was it a truck? It was a hopper? Mm-hmm. It's Mazda pickup. Yeah, oh, nice. it had a Mazda pickup. It was a goldish color, and I think it was a convertible. But again, I'm starting to my yeah. memory is very fuzzy. I've got I a picture. A lot somewhere. of people over Moorhead, wasn't there? Moorhead was a really interesting blip on the on the mini trucking development of Eastern Kentucky. I think huh. Pikeville and Moorhead. Well, it's because of the drop shop, drop shop name. I mean, it was literally, I was looking through a trucking magazine, and I seen the word drop shop on one of the pictures. Yeah. I remember saying to myself, I say Pikeville, Kentucky? Same. Dude, I, was same. In, I was a teenager, and I was like, same. oh, I was like, that's that place up that I seen when I was younger. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I'd never heard of it until I seen that. And, well, anyway, um, but uh, we're at a cruise in at Aaron's Tire Shop, and Andy showed up and did not have the Toyota. And I was introduced, and I asked him about the question, or the Toyota, and we talked a little bit. I got a snapshot with him, and it was several years later before I actually finally met the truck. Um, but it was everything that was ever said about it. And, but no, Andy, he did, he, he, I forgot that. He grew up working, or I don't know, grew up, but he started working at the drop shop with Jody. He was a big influence there. And a lot of them guys over there, you know, you had, you had all the swords, Jason and his brother and stuff that worked there. You had uh, a bunch of them guys, Nathan Peake, and they, they went on to, to be somewhat involved in the scene and stuff. And 
But as far as, you know, Andy, Andy really has same deal, that longevity, that, that people all know Andy. And if you go pretty much anywhere at a mini truck show in the country, people will know who Andy Strugenis is. You know, they'll know his beard. And, oh, uh, it's a big beard. I mean, it's a big beard. It really is. Which is funny because he's like a teacher. And that is such a funny what? beard thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, he is. He, yeah. Uh, some school in Lexington now. Yeah. And, uh, Teacher, that big of a beard. Yeah. It's impressive. So, so anyway. I'd be more likely to listen to him because he has a beard. You know, it does suck that any of the three that we've mentioned already, or four rather, mm-hmm. no longer live in eastern Kentucky. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because Lexington. Yeah. Ugh. Man. Um, and I think Casey is often like Wyoming or somewhere with the jellyfish or something. I don't know. He jumps out of planes and stuff. He does. He he, uh, base jumps off of bridges and stuff. Hard pass. I don't jump off of anything. No, no, dude. (laughs) So, I was on a ladder today putting up security cameras at Mom and Dad's house. It was awful, wasn't it? I crying out my eyes, you know. (laughs) God, give me the help from here. Dad. But but anyway, so we got the two definites. And then we got Jeff as a possibility. We've got Andy as a possibility. Um, and, And Andy still has the truck. You he know, does that truck. He's had that truck forever, period, and still shows it. Um, didn't get a chance to see him at Revolution. I was hoping we would get to, but he, again, definitely up there. So, okay, I could think of a couple more that would definitely be in contention. Um, I'm all ears. I really am on this one. Tim Hoskins. Tim Hoskins. Tim Hoskins. Tim Hoskins from Leslie County, Kentucky. Tim Hoskins. Tim's Drop Shop. To the Pipeville guys, the Drop Shop, and to the rest of the world, the Drop Shop was it. But in the early 2000s, if you were a mini trucker in Corbin, in London, in Manchester, any of those places, South Central Kentucky, and, and, and you know, that area of Tennessee, you went to Tim's Drop Shop. Tim, Tim bagged a lot of vehicles. In this Tim area. bagged a lot of vehicles. In fact, Tim did the first ever notch in my shop killer Sonoma. Ever. Oh, his poor shop. In 2001 or 2002. But, but I'll tell you something else. Uh. He's the only person that ever worked in that truck that I still talk to, <laughs> that I'm still friends with. Does he still have a shop? You know, Tim has went a little bit different direction. Yeah. But a lot of those, a lot of people listening may not know his name. Uh, he never dropped out ever. He built a truck in the in the mid 90s, a convertible red S10. He still has that truck. It takes a lot of balls that to get one convertible. Let's be honest. Especially in the mountains. Yeah. That truck. It rains every day here. That's true. That truck was the truck at Revolution. The convertible red S10, not Testaments, but the other one, the one that was on Legends Row, convertible with a camper shell. I think he put that a body kit on. Yeah, that's Tim Hoskins. That's my buddy Tim. I did not know that. Tim is. That's a good looking truck. Is in that truck when I met Tim in the early 2000s, it was just a cab. Uh, sitting in his back garden behind his house, legit wow. out in the, out in the weather, just a cab, nothing else. And he rebuilt that truck over the last several years. I give a lot, I give people balls, man, for for doing the convertible thing. Oh God, absolutely! Yeah, I, just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think his is a legit radical top too. It is, and uh, and it doesn't leak, <laughs> or at least I don't think it does. That's impressive too, because all of them have ever been in leaked. Same, same, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of them uh, they were silicone on all the seals because they leaked so bad. Tim was the first person that I ever spoke to that had a mini truck and magazine feature shoot. He got pulled over, and I almost want to think it was Joe Greaves, one of the famous photographers, but don't hold me to it. But he got stopped in traffic at the Nats in the late 90s. Oh, that's cool. Literally did stopped in traffic. Stop him like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to shoot your mm-hmm. truck. Like, like, hey, you, find a place, pull over, meet us, let's go shoot this truck. Now that is cool. The photo shoot that is cool. was in a parking lot yeah. beside the Hardys. 
right before Walmart there on the strip. There's a Hardee's to the right, and it has this really nice parking lot with cut stone behind it. I think something finally may have got built there, but at the time it was empty forever, just a parking lot. And it got shot right there. I've seen the pictures. It got shot. I don't know if the feature ever ran, but I have actually seen the pictures of the shoot itself because Tim showed me in his shoebox collection and stuff. And and, the first person I ever know that I got actually got a mini truck and magazine shoe. And and back then there wasn't a lot of freelancers. It was all staff guys, and it was just such a – I mean, it's still awesome ever to get a shoot, but there's so many more freelance photographers now. There's a lot more likelihood. Well, not now because there's no magazines. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're at the end of the mid-trucking thing. There's a lot of freelancers. There's a lot better chance that there's going to be four or five people at a show shooting. Well, let's be honest. In the 90s, a fancy camera to take a picture oh, with. So nobody had. Yeah. No, I mean, like it was like you months had, of wages. You had to one. be a professional. Yeah. You're out there with a Hasselblad or something like that, you know, something insane. It costs more than some, some people's houses. Some of the trucks, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, it, Absolutely. So. Uh, but he actually is the first person I ever personally met with a photo shoot. Um, and again, many of the trucks he built are still running around. Many of the trucks. Well, I'd say the, like the majority of them in that direction were are probably still there. Mm-hmm. They're probably parked in this, like yards and stuff. You well, know how it is. Jared Cheek's body drop Mazda that Tim did. Hell, it's not moved in years. And he you still has Jared, it. It's not moved in yeah, years. Yeah, you hear you hear that cheek? Yep, yeah. It's not moved in years. Yep. Uh, Try to get him down to park at the LCD booth at Revolution. Uh, he's eight mean, miles away. Oh, nope. Eight miles. Well, I think it was like thirty, but you know eight, whatever. Thirty miles. <laughs> 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 thirty miles. Cool. So we called out Jerry Cheek. Who else should we call out in this episode? Um, okay. So again. You, you said you had another one. I can I, I can I can agree on Tim because he bagged and by doing that he spreaded the love of mini trucking in the area. And, and he still he still shows it. Uh, he's still known. That's a name that a lot of the people and him and Jody Hall were very tight. Uh, <laughs> That's ironic. When, when yeah, it really was, especially with the name Tim's Drop Shop and the Drop Shop, which is funny. He come up with that without ever knowing that Jody Hall had called his a drop shop. I asked him about that once. I'm like, was that a takeoff or an honor thing? He's like, no, I had no idea. He said, hell, I'm in I'm in Stennett, Kentucky, out in the middle of nowhere in Leslie County. You know, I've dropped trucks. Yeah. Is that, My is name's that, Tim. It just like made a, sense. It's not like there was internet to find out. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. But but Tim, and that's somebody we got to get on the show at some point, and, and Andy, too. Andy's already agreed. You know, I, let, me, let me remind him of that if he happens to catch this. Uh, we just got to get our schedule synced up, and I got to stop remember or forgetting to leave cables in the garage. <laughs> well, um, we don't really have any shows we have to do anything after this year, so well, you, you know, we probably pack them after now. after many nights. You know, we can uh, we can start doing a little bit more interviews and stuff. Oh yeah, the year's starting to slow down. Yeah, we can enjoy the winter time of mini we'll, trucks. We'll get to that, um, but no, I think again, Tim, the longevity is there, the name recognition is there. Maybe not quite as much as a Jeff Everidge or Jody Hall, but. Um, the contributions are out of this world. Again, I wouldn't hate. Listen, I wouldn't have. I would call Tim the Teddy Roosevelt, just so you know. Really? I would. So, but you, you know, Teddy Roosevelt man's. Okay. Some of the programs that exist now right, still so, exist. So, yes. So I, I can th- I can think of one other big name. Who? Who you got? Let's go ahead and give him credit because credit is due, and I give him so much mortal hell. But born in Eastern Kentucky, still lives in Eastern Kentucky, sort of by like a like a hair. I mean, like, yeah, like he can throw things and hit I seventy five, so he's almost, almost that. Uh, Alan Williams. Uh, Alan, Gotta, if you're listening to this, I just want you to know he's not listening. <laughs> he's not. He listen. never listens. He to forgot us. he doesn't listen, does he? He never. He even told to me us. he doesn't listen. So he doesn't listen. What's a, a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Alan is our. Uh, what's the name of that statue that, oh, that wasn't finished? Oh yeah. So like, if he, you know, Mount Rushmore, but the same sculptor. 
also started Crazy Horse in the same region. But see, Crazy Horse is famous for not being done, and it's never going to be finished. So is Alan Williams our Crazy Horse? He is. Uh, that 720 so, is never going to be so done. So we got our Mount Rushmore, and then we got, <laughs> then we got the permanent unfinished. Oh my God! He's uh, gonna kill us. Yeah, he is. He's gonna kill yeah, us. I'm gonna he's gonna cuss me. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the middle finger I get. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, shit, man, everybody knows Alan yeah, Williams well, and, and Jesus Christ. When Alan, you know, he started in the same time frame, and you know, it's funny is I didn't even though I kind of thought about this a little bit ahead of time. I didn't realize the the continuity of the drop shop. That's another one that used to hang around the drop shop and used to hang around a lot of those guys and stuff and was involved in it. You know, that's his time period when Jody was starting. Alan was involved in that. And, and you know, look at the influence. There's three people that we've already mentioned on our list that, you know, have a direct tie to the drop shop, Jody and Andy and Alan. And, um, hell, Alan was just from Virgie, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just right across the road pretty much, right across the hill there yeah, from, from Jody. Uh, straight across the hills and hollers. Yeah, but, literally. You know, literally, literally. Yeah, you go across Robinson Creek and you cross that big ass mountain there yeah, that I yeah, used yeah. to buy parts off some kid over there. I don't remember who it was, but anyway, um, attack a kid. Anyway, if it's a middle um, middle nowheres, it, it, it is in middle nowheres. But anyway, blah 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 blah. Um, ever tell the Bob story in here about me almost killing the kid. We'll say that. For, I don't know. If you we'll say that. That's for a good story. We'll say that for another day. This is not the the focus of this episode. That was, that was a fun. Yeah, was a fun time. So anyway, okay, let's talk about Alan. Let's let's talk about old Dad. Um, Alan, in all sincerity, again, I gave him such hell. Because it's fun. But I do look up to him. It's because uh, it's fun, though. Because he takes it good. He does. He takes it good. And I do look up to him. Uh, if I have a camper top question, it's the first guy I go to. Same. Oh, and absolutely. He's, he, a, he's a guru when I put tops. When I put the camper top on my Silverado, and I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And I sent him a picture, like, it ain't the right one. <laughs> That's exactly- <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, don't tell me that. It's like, no, stand behind it. Look, look at the curve. I'm like, God, I hate you. <laughs> and I've been it. wanting to get rid of it ever since. He ruined it for me. Uh, and I'm glad he told me because I would have been just like walking around proud of it. You know, <laughs> what the hell did I know? Oh, it killed me. But Alan's ability to find things that, that just don't exist, you know, yeah, like, you know, hey, look, I found a brand new radical top for my 720 new in the box. It was, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in all sincerity, you, you talk, if you mention Andy, if you mention Jeff, you know, everybody knows him. If you mention Alan, everybody fucking knows Alan. Blow shit. Everybody like literally knows when, Alan. Yeah, everybody knew Alan when he pulled in. Like, everybody came. That was a metal tin of dash plaques. You, you have so many kicked. dash plaques, you're, you got them stored under your desk? In the garage, and in the house, and a few <laughs> other things. Yep. <laughs> Wow. Yep, well, whatever. I love Dash Blacks in all honesty. Oh, God, I wish shows did them so much more. It's nothing but dead dick shows that do Dash Blacks on I don't understand that And there are some exceptions, obviously. I'm not going to bracket everybody. Uh, but, yeah, you, you, you're you a lot more likely to get a Dash Plaque at a silly cruise in at a random place than you are at a show anymore. I think window stickers have really taken it. Window stickers were always a West Coast thing. But now, all the mini truck shows... You know what sucks me about window stickers, though? They, they fade. They fade. In our in our climate here, we have rain, we yeah. have high humidity, we have tons of sunlight. Yeah. I mean, yeah no, like, I agree. 100%. What would you say a longevity of a sticker is? Of course, two, the other thing is... Years? Think about it, though. If you have an S10, yeah. your dash is going to fall apart in a few years anyway, so what's the point of a dash plaque? That's why. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why you put different dashes yeah. than all yours. Yeah, because <laughs> they all, they're all made out of 720 ashtrays. So... <laughs> So anyway, which is the, you know the crumbliest material known to man? Back to Alan speaking of seven twenty yeah. ashtrays, but 
Alan has an awesome truck. It was featured in Construction Zone. We give him hell that it's not finished. Crazy horse. But, you know, all right, whatever. He, so it's still awesome. Well, and, he, he, did, he does actively contribute to the scene. Oh, God, he's never stopped, ever. Yeah, he, in fact, out of all the guys we mentioned, and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, and I don't want to, he's probably the one that has been in it the hardcore the longest. All of those guys have been in it a long time. Uh, I know Andy's never stopped. But I don't think anybody could take away just how involved Alan has been. Um, Alan shows up at all the shows. Alan shows up at shows that I've never heard of, and I see pictures of like a week later. There he is. Online, he's in the background or whatever. He's just sitting there smoking his, uh, what do you call them things? We vapes now, yeah. Yeah, he's smoking his vapes. But I've known Alan since he he smoked Red Bucks, the little cigars. Yeah, they were. Um, but But anyway, but no, Alan... Is God, I can't believe we're talking that much about Alan. He's gonna love this. Or oh, I, this. I, would, I, I think know. thing is he would have to listen. You hear that? He, he'll never listen. I know. He no, we don't hear that. Oh, no, don't hear that. I just but anyway, somebody will play a clip just yeah. enough for him to cuss us. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm waiting for it now. I'm getting a middle finger on the internet. Already. But you know, Alan's got the 720, the famous one. And mm-hmm. God, he has taught me so much about things and his history knowledge. Of course, I love the way he answers my questions. It is always punctuated with dumbass or stupid. You know, oh, I know. Hey, Alan, do you know this person? Huh, yeah, I seen him at, at Texas Heat Wave in 1997, dumbass. <laughs> That's why I love Alan. And everybody out there listening just heard me say that in his voice. And they're repeating it to themselves like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, and uh, if we were ever going to do a mini trucker roast, yeah. it would have to be Alan first. Oh, it would be. have to be because he would take it good. And there's so much just great material. He would call everybody a dumbass. He would call everybody. His wrap-up speech, he would make us all feel stupid, and it'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but, you know, the 720 is famous in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But he's done several other things over the years. You know, he's got an old-school 720 that he's building now on the side, and, and I know we're running some motor problems this year. But it has a shell. It has, you know, sticky-outies. It's skated out. And, and I don't know what the term would be now. I guess would that kind of go over into the stance world? Yeah, you actually, know, it would. Yeah. It technically is. It and uh, yeah. speaking of stance, stance mini trucks are sweet looking. There's some cool ones. They're really some you, cool. Ones. There is a Facebook page. Although there's also some, some really silly ones. Too. Oh yeah, I know. I know. And uh, there, we'll, again, might be a topic for yeah, another day. Yeah. Stance mini trucks cool though. Stance mini trucks are cool. Um, mini trucks are cool. Period. So it's, same. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm at this point in my life. I've told you before. I'm just as excited seeing something a two three drop as I am. You know, back and bodied and ten thousand dollars. What's drop. more impressive to me, honest God, now is to find somebody that has a completely stock mint truck that is dropped. It's the rarest thing on earth now. You mean like what my blazer is going to look like? Yes. Yeah. It's mint. old lady blazer and just put a. I mean, five on I, it or something. If I got in somebody's Ranger right now that was perfectly mint on the inside, the seats are in good shape, and it was dropped, I'd like, this yeah. is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I miss those days. Yeah, it's um, wonderful. Now, you know, the thing is that before we, we looked at them, I was like, these guys didn't really want to do anything with a truck. They're not hardcore enough. Now we're like, oh, I wish I would have kept one like that, too. Alan is somebody that I don't think hmm. that if you mention his name, everybody's going to have a cool Alan story. And that kind of goes along with the longevity. You know, Casey, definitely my 1A or my 1B because of his overall contributions, but not as many people will have cool Casey stories outside of his immediate group of, of people that, you know, were with him. But Alan is so widespread. Yeah. He has cool Alan stories. Everybody has one. You know, if your Alan story doesn't involve him cussing at you, it's probably not a real Alan Well, then Alan it's not a real Alan story. story. That's, that's kind of the seal of actual approval. I think if, the first time I ever met him, he called me a dumbass. Fitting. Yeah. I know he did me. Um, <laughs> now that I think about it, because I met him at the Nibrock Festival, which is this little rinky-dink small-town festival in Corbin. 
and I plowed through on the way to another show, and I seen a car show there, and I, and I was in the Sonoma. It was bagged on, on, on wheels, or just bagged on players, um, which was awesome. You was, just need to get you some of those set of players. Oh, I miss my wires so bad, dude. <laughs> Why don't you buy you another set and look at them, hang them up on the wall? That's, that's really what you want, isn't it? I miss my wires. I wish people wouldn't judge me if I threw a set of wires and something. <laughs> you, so anyway, The pizza truck could look good with wires. Ooh. It would. That would be awesome. Would. But then that means I have to paint it nice. Because you cannot have wires on primer. That just looks ghetto. I'm, it, you don't see it, I'm shrugging right now because I'd, I'd do it. Well, I mean, okay, let me, let me. Maybe if you got like an Impala and primer wires, that's one thing. But if I've got a, a Beater <laughs> S10 on spokes and it's like in like, you yeah. know, buff primer, yeah. I just look trashy. It's, that's, that's okay. Look, I would like it. What, what, color, what color primer are we talking about? Like buff or like what Jeremy has or like, you know, just. That would look fine. That would look fine. I can't do it. I w- oh, but I. Oh, that black colors are beautiful oh, anyways. God. You know what? You just cost me $1,500 or so. Because <laughs> now I'm going to have to put like a quickie paint job on it. I don't know why you wouldn't put wires on it. You love them. I do. Am I, mean, I, am I, have I been around in the scene long enough at this point that I can run wires and, and be okay? Yeah, I think so. I'm at that point. I'm over 20 years. Yeah. So I think think that gives me the right to run ugly wheels. (laughs) Sweet. Are you going to get them gold? Are they going to be gold wires? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) The nipples are. Are they 14s? No, 15s. Or 13s. Big. Oh. 14s is an awkward size. Man, I don't know. If you're going to do small, do 13s with white walls. If you're going to do drivable, do 15s. Man, I don't know. I think the tires for 13s are insane. They're like 30 bucks, dude. Are they really? They're unless a random you, size. Well, unless you get white walls. Like 155, 80, 13s. I don't know. We should call and ask Alan. Or the, the, that's true. Or they would both know. They would both know the answer. I know for a fact Alan had something on 13 inch wires once. I can't remember what it was, but I, we, he and I talked about that before. You know, I know for a fact he did. Speaking of Clint, I've been, I've been watching those. I wish Clint much. was from Eastern Kentucky so we could throw him in in yeah, this too. More than anything because it pisses him <laughs> off when I call him a legend and it's really funny. <laughs> I've been watching videos of, of hydraulics for the past week. Have you? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I really want to have a hydraulic ranger and three wheel through solar Oh, I really, yeah. I really want to. Why not? But it's voodoo. I don't understand it. It's like magic to me. Um, understand? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's one of the times you gotta you gotta ask somebody else how to do it constantly because there's nothing on the internet anymore. Okay, let's figure out our four. Uh, We're giving Alan Crazy Horse. I yeah, think it's too perfect. Yeah, it is. So I mean, Alan, it's under construction. Alan is his own sculpture, is his own entity. People make a special trip just to take pictures of Alan as Crazy Horse. He is he is on all the same bus tours, you know, but it is a separate site. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hope someone lets you listen to this. They won't. <laughs> oh okay, god. so anyway, God, I love him. I love him so much. And you got to understand, and I know you do too. Oh my god! Yeah, the first one made me call me a dumbass. Is, I remember now. If we, if we wouldn't, if if he didn't give me hell. I, I, obviously, you know if Alan likes you or not because he cusses at you. He cusses at you. Yeah, yeah. And, and it just—he should be my uncle or something. It's, I don't know. Okay, uh, so anyway, so we got Alan. Alan is a crazy horse. I know that Jody Hall belongs up there. Jody has to be one A. One A. Casey Hart has to be one A. One B. Exactly. Uh, okay, Tim, so then the Tim ones, contributed so much to the scene. I don't know how he wouldn't be up there. I'll give Brian. Here's another name I guarantee you don't know. Who? But uh, Brian Creech. Uh, right. Brian Creech is a cat from Cumberland. He's not been involved in a long time, but he was a main first first truck I ever seen in twenties. Twenties um, wood floor bed in a new model at the time is like a ninety nine two thousand Chevy. That was a second or third truck he had that I know of. Twenties. Um, 
First twenties I ever seen, yeah. Mm. It would have been late nineties. That's and, a uh, big ass wheel for the nineties. big ass wheel for the late nineties. I bet I and, bet did he make it a magazine with those? He did. Rare. Uh, I don't know where he was featured, but he was featured. He was a mainstay at like slamming and jamming and the shows in the middle of Tennessee area. Mm. Went to the mini nats in the back in the day as everybody did, all Chevy GMC, well, all that stuff. Did it lay on twenties back then? No, because he was only only static. He was never bagged that I know of. I was about to say, I didn't think anybody laid on 20s in the uh, 90s. Mentioned Joe Greaves earlier. I think Joe Greaves actually shot him. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll give you another kind of an honorable mention name, Who? and you may know this one, uh, Denny Sword. That Denny, name rings a bell. Denny's passed now, but Denny is Jason Sword's dad. Jason and Josh were the two guys that kind of worked at the drop shop for years. Denny had a Jody Hall truck, so a, drop shop, a drop shop truck, one of the last ones he ever did full-time. It was a stepside red S10, an SS truck. I guarantee you've seen it. Had round body? Yellow, round body. Yeah. Had yellow graphics on it, if I remember right. Maybe some yellow and red interior. That was a name at the I time. I remember the interior, but I remember the truck, the outside of it. It, it was flamed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And everybody, that was a, that was one that I always looked up to. Is that truck uh, still around? You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I bet you Jason or his son probably has it now. I'd be blown away if he didn't. Mm. I'm very curious about that. Mm. But in Eastern Kentucky, that is a name. Before we finalize our last two picks, that is a name, kind of an honorable mention name that, that I would definitely, while maybe not on the mountain, he definitely deserves to be in the discussion. He's somebody, again, that influenced me and a lot of other people. He was one of the first, uh, he was the first bag truck to ever show up at Heritage, ever. Really? I said the H word, but whatever. Oh. Like, as in, he was the first bag <laughs> truck to roll through the gate ever at the first ever H word, ever, in 2003. Wow. First one. Wow. So that that alone is pretty darn cool, and wow. he had been How bagged for years uh, before that. What was he bagged on? Seventeens, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. It was a big wheel too yeah. back then. It, it was a late '90s, early 2000s build. Um, but Denny would be up there. Denny was a very nice man, and uh, 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 that that would definitely be in that realm. I, so, I are we missing anybody obvious in Eastern Kentucky? And again, I, I somebody that that stuck with it for years that that contributed to the scene, had the truck or, or the, whatever with notoriety. I mean, the name recognition. I mean, it, you know, you got to think about the people that and course, most most people I know now. This is that our, that are in it are people that got from those guys. This is our opinion too. Yeah, now, we're two guys deeply involved in the scene here, but this is just our opinion, and we're trying to give you all a little bit of a history lesson of the mountains. You know, since we kind of needed a filler. To do since you know I wasn't smart enough to hook Charles in, <laughs> yeah, good job, huh? Yeah, we're not really good at technology. We're good well, at them podcasters. <laughs> we're professionals, <laughs> professionals. Uh, but you know, most of the guys now that uh, show up for shows, they're they're the guys that are influenced by those. Well, I was going to say I didn't mean to interrupt you in that because that was a great point, and just like you said, that list there, a lot of people were influenced. Is there anybody in mini trucking in Eastern Kentucky except for the newest kids? That was not influence. Who do you think in Eastern Kentucky had the most influence in the mini truck world? Who, who, who I mean, seriously, think of Eastern Kentucky. When you think mini trucking in Eastern Kentucky, I think pre two thousand eight, man, pre two thousand seven. That's what I think because those are the guys that started it all in this area. That's the truth. Most of the guys now started in like around yeah. that time now. Yeah. Uh, I think you really, I think you really named everyone that's you know left. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Uh, I think that's fair. Because I, I really like legit. If you think of the shows we've been to the past few years, most of the guys started around that time. Hey, well, even I did. Yeah. 
and I call myself. Well, I was there a lot longer, but whatever. <laughs> I'm old. Yeah. So we, we should. I think we should take a vote and put Lee Cottle up on there too. Oh but. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Like, I've done nothing. Now, now, I'm, um, now, I know you're gonna hate on me for this one, but you did host. I'm gonna kick in the dick, quick, <laughs> dude. Those guys we mentioned, I don't deserve to to sweep the rubble out from under their Mount Rushmore. So yeah, okay. quit that shit. Yeah, okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, you threw do, me off my game do, a little do, bit. Do you, I'm just fucking with him. It's fun at this point. So anyway. <laughs> he wants to murder me. Uh, yeah. We could do a um, poll online to see if maybe people agree we, with me. We can do a poll online. Dirt, dirt. <laughs> Shut up. So anyway, uh, nobody's going to agree with you. Um, uh, okay, so I, I'm blanking. And, and again, this is our opinion. If we miss somebody, sorry. You know, stuff happens. We're, we're not to, all knowing. To, to me, Jody, I mean, like, oh, oh, honest to God, uh, Adam Harmon. I know you don't know Adam, but the first mini truck I ever touched in my life. I know Adam briefly. You know, yeah. I, I, nice guy. I, I've, I've dealt with him a couple of times. I don't know him like you know him, obviously. Yeah. I know he's from Inez. I know he's a whiz with electronics, but that's about my knowledge of the, him. The first bag truck I ever touched in my life was his, and I just touched it in his driveway. Wow. And he had started a massive following over there. There was tons of mini trucks. Hmm. And I, I don't I don't know what happened. It was probably, it was probably like 15 over there or more. At one point, Jesus. in Martin, I know it's weird. Right? How old? How old is Adam? You reckon? I'd say Adam's around your age. Okay, okay, I'd say he's he forty something like that. Uh, uh thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Okay. Uh, okay. He's not forty yet. He might be. I don't know. I will be in a couple weeks, so um, I was go ahead and say it. I'm just sucking it up, taking. Mm. I'm just taking control of my narrative, man. <laughs> that way, nobody can fuck with me on it. Um, no, they're going to anyways. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I hate birthdays. Anyways, birthdays. Uh, but I, you know, Adam to me, he's an honorable mention because cool. he, okay. he influenced that area big time. Hey, no, absolutely. I think that this. I've seen Adam get more people into stuff than, than I ever I'm did. literally in my head going over the counties and thinking who mattered in a big way in all those counties. You know, and Adam showed up to every mini truck show that was ever held in Eastern Kentucky. Hey, let me give you a serious one. Hmm. And not just because he's my, my, you know, and all that stuff. Chris Wilson will be up there. Oh, yes, he would, wouldn't he? Chris Wilson will be up so there. So would Lee Goddle, though. By, by definition, dude, because those dude, two I'm are a, like uh, two bees in a pod. He's seen me naked. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> probably more than once. <laughs> yeah, but, but probably. Every show uh, Chris was at, you were with him. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. Is no, quit that. Uh, here's the thing: is that Chris was heavily involved way before me and him were ever friends. Really? Oh yeah. He oh. he met his wife at the Nats, which I think is pretty cool. Really? Yeah, he met oh. Carrie at the Nats. I did not know that. Um, like they were both from London, but they just both happened to be down in Pigeon Forge and met at the same time, and it was just you know, love at first sight, hmm. uh, or whatever. I don't know. I when don't, you mention London, I always think of uh, Black Castle. I love fucking. I do too. The, anyway. No, no, Chris. Seriously, uh, he was involved way before he and I met. We met in two thousand and one. Um, I was involved in a small show in two thousand and one that he actually come to in, in Weisberg, and uh, he and I met then. But we had met before because I used to run a website called minitruckweek.com. It was a website devoted entirely to the Mini Truck Week in Pigeon Forge when the Nats were, when the two shows were going on. That's such and, a cool thing. I wish that and stuff I, was going on. And I gave, like, gas updates and pictures from previous years and blog entries. This Man, was like you have to do that via dial-up. 
wow, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. work. It's like 2000, man. It was the first ever web page in 99, 2000 that I started it. I've even got some pictures of it still. That is really cool. I didn't know you did that. That yeah, is did. really cool. Well, anyway. I wish someone I did, did that now. I did trivia yeah. and giveaway stickers um, that I had this piece of shit uncle that cut vinyl at the time that charged me out the ass for him because he was a fucking bastard. But uh, still is. We should go over and goddamn heal somewhere. He really is, though. But anyway, that being said, he used to charge me out the ass for these stickers, but I give away minitruckweek.com stickers, which brings on another story. Uh, we'll have to talk Tom That's Adams enough. here you later. Guys wanna, what does that sticker look like? I'm sure it was just a font, and it said like minitruckweek.com and said some little tagline I had at the time because I wasn't very creative. I was like 19, dude. Yeah. So anyway. That's pretty, but, pretty epic, though. Uh, we did trivia questions, and I met a couple of interesting people through that website. Shelly Mays was one of them, Brant's girlfriend. Long really? time, yeah. I met really? Shelly through that because she was because that's where she met Brant was many nights, and uh, uh, she'd actually answered a trivia question I had, and I sent her a sticker or something. Um, but Chris Wilson wrote me because one of the images I used in the front of minitruckweek.com was his truck and his Ranger, uh, his uh, uh, his uh, Splash or whatever you call them. Uh, hmm. was Splash was that yeah. the okay? His Splash back when it was in Mar High Primer, his step side shave notch, blah blah blah. But anyway, it wasn't notched then. It didn't get notched in two thousand and two. I don't know why I know that. But anyway, uh, he wrote me just random an email. Email back when people used to email mm. instead of. You remember DM those days? And, yeah, I do. Actually. I miss I miss the email days. Honestly. And he's like, "Hey man, you know, my name is blah blah blah. Uh, you use my truck as the image of your site. I just want to say thanks, whatever." And he and I started talking back and forth. I'm like, "Well, this guy's great, you know, and, and he can speak in full sentences and uses punctuation." And wow, that's the most impressive and, part and is punctuation, we were, isn't and, it? You know, it just I love it first sight, just <laughs> like him and his wife. But anyway. Uh, Chris has been around longer longer than me, I'd say. Well, as long. He's you know, he's about my age. He's actually a year younger than me. And um, he was in Simply Extreme, which was a huge club back then. Then later, and never stopped. Did they have like 50 involved. people in that club? They had a pretty big turn. I don't know what it was, but they had a pretty big, and there's a lot of names that are still known that were in it back then. Um, but back then, it was them and Ground Level. There was the two big clubs, Brent Hibbard's club. Um, I think Ray Holland and Brent Hibbard had that. But anyway, blah, 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 blah. I'm getting off track here. But Chris kept on with the scene. He had the Unleashed show, mm, which started show. Great after show. show fest in Greenville, Mississippi stopped. Uh, uh, London Emo. Lond- oh, yeah. <laughs> Frankie and the Fists. <laughs> uh, wonderful show. Had a couple of big years, 200 plus years. I, I mean, mean he, I, he had a great until I got him ran out of the school. Well, my fondest and memory then, from shows is actually from Unleashed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was back in the days of forums, man. I have a lot of a lot of ones that I can't say on here from uh, Unleashed. That oh, I'm we'll sure. trade later. That's that's a good stories, man. But yeah, I, I could see Chris going up there. I really could. He would definitely be an honorable mention. It because and not just because we're we're buddies. But well, you know anybody that you know everybody knows Unleashed, and everybody knows who Chris Wilson is. Yeah, I mean, and he has fixed more last minute builds before shows than any of us, and drove more sketchy trucks to someone's house. Oh God, or for them, or whatever. Yes, absolutely. And I always uh, remember you I love guys, you, Chris. Just if you're, I he said, don't listen either. He's like Alan. You know, I just remember. I Why doesn't Chris listen? I think, Why doesn't he love me? Did, did I meet you in like the early two thousand, the mid two thousands? You're riding around in Chris's uh, convertible Ranger. Ranger at Heritage. We've been late two thousands. Late two thousands. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember when I, I met you, Shay. I don't remember either. But I think we've been around each other like a billion times. Mm. Yeah, we've yeah. we've strangers in the night several mm. times. So yeah, the, I met uh, Chris way before that because Chris was, uh, was you know. Unleashed. Well, you ran sound at his show one year, didn't yeah, you? I did. I th- okay, okay. I did. I, I thought you did. I got sunburned. It was awful. Wow. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm allergic to the sun. Let's be honest. 
Yeah, I know. I was getting your vaginal cream out of my damn truck. That's, that's fine. You had like four bottles of aloe in there from Revolution, I was dying. and it rained. I, I was God. I still burn. I'm a vampire, like a real one. I have my one dark arm, and other than that. Um, okay, so back to the Mount Rushmore thing. We'll wrap this up. Although we do kind of. We said we'd talk about more, but we're over an hour, we, and I got homework. Yeah, we, we ramble We We lot. won't be as long in our gap. We'll try and do one next weekend, too, yeah, try and get Charles on. Yeah. This is just kind of a filler because I screwed that up. So, yeah, well. Sorry. Um, Casey and Jody, in no particular order. And then let's define the other two because Alan is his own sculpture. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely his own sculpture. Yeah. Um, well. On the same bus trip. I'm sorry, now I have this mental image of all these geriatrics, these old people <laughs> on an air-conditioned MCI bus getting to say, you know, here, if you look to your left, you see the bus to Casey Harden. Now we're going to stop at Alan Williams. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so I would say, if you want to count for our three. Well, we've mentioned Jeff. we mentioned Andy. We've mentioned um, Tim Hoskins and... You know, as far as the top tier ones there, and that's I, I'd say Jeff definitely goes up there. I think Jeff definitely goes up there because he he had the feature truck. He has contributed, yeah, constantly. Constantly, he's uh, been in national clubs. Everybody knows him. Yeah, uh, and, so he definitely goes up. There. And he's made himself better, you know. Yeah, in that, uh, and he has a radical bed, wow. which so, is uh, kind of a cheap point for me. But uh, right, right, yeah, right. I mean, okay. Well, then you got that last spot. I don't know if it's Andy or Tim Hoskins. That's that's, that's a, a rough, hard one for me. That's a rough one. That's a hard one for me. Because, you know, Andy did a lot of iconic things, and Tim bagged a shitload of trucks. If it wasn't for, yeah, Andy Andy broke ground. And then on the other end of the spectrum, if it wasn't for Tim, London area would have never had a scene in the first place. Yeah, quantity. So, far. do we want to leave it up to the listeners that know them? Because I realize a lot of these guys listening, I hope they're getting a little history lesson about Eastern Kentucky you know, and history, and I hope they take time to look these guys up. I mean, yeah. Google them. Look at their builds and stuff. But I realize a lot of our listeners don't know who these people are. And that's cool. That's true. You know, that that's 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 what you get for listening to Hillbillies that talk about homespun stuff and <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um should we let I think we should the listeners. I think we should. Okay. Yeah. So I think unilaterally, and again in no particular order, Casey Harden, Jody Hall, Jeff Everidge, who's that extra Adam. I don't forget Adam. He's an honorable mention. You got Chris too. Oh, we have a lot of honorable mentions. You know my buddy Joey Brewer. Joey Brewer. Joey's been around forever. He's contributed. Has contributed tons. All these builds that Casey was involved in, Joey's probably had a hand in them as well. Mm. You know, it's so funny. Um, Everything stemmed from there. Let's be honest. Everything stemmed from Jody Hall. I think that we definitely figured this out. I think that we proved (coughs) that the most relevant. Hot spots, mm-hmm. and that's a very nice term to use during the COVID pandemic. Yeah, that's a yeah. the mini trucking historical hot spots in Eastern Kentucky. I think are Moorhead. Mm-hmm. I think are Pikeville. Mm-hmm. I think the Londonish area. I think everything ripples out from those. You know, yeah, Jeff was from Weisberg, but he wasn't in Weisberg when he was in the mini trucking world. He was born here, but he, you know, he wasn't here during that time. So everybody else, though. I mean, I think those three areas hey, you know, has affected. I mean, think about it. And and I may, there's no movers or shakers from Hazard. There's no no, no I know heavy that. hitters from from. I don't count Winchester as Eastern you Kentucky, but you know, you know, you know that area. Um, what Taco? We forgot Taco. Taco's in Morehead, didn't he? Taco's from Ashland originally. Yeah, that's well, that's. Well, hold on, hold on. Huh. He was born in Louisville. 
He lived uh, in Ashland when I met him. And that was, a, I can't believe I hadn't thought about him. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Taco, yeah. Um, but see, he he's really not Eastern Kentucky. He, yeah, don't, he don't fit that. Oh, on the other end of the spectrum, I can't remember exactly where he lived, but I think he's actually north of I-64. Who? Kevin. When no. he was in Ashland. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Taco. I knew him when he was oh, Kevin. Yeah, Sue me. No, no, he's Taco. <laughs> uh, I knew Kevin's custom pinstriping when, uh, when Cody was a baby. So, um, okay, so like, yeah, he's from Louisville, though. So mm. I don't think we can, because well, that, that wouldn't count. Yeah, so he wouldn't count. He was just an Eastern Kentucky transplant, so he was here just long enough to, to leave an impression, but I don't think by our criteria that we started, and we can't do that, because then we'd have to go back and find everybody's lived here for a little bit. No, that's true. Yeah, because, you know, J.W. Houck lived here for a while. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, well, we already talked Chris, but several people have lived in and out that were involved in the truck scene. Uh, but no, yeah, that would have been a good one if yeah. he was a traditional Eastern Kentucky. Mm. Yeah, I never even thought about that one. And and major shout out to him. You know, I never talked about the fact that Cody, Kevin, and Brandon Shirley striped my '59 Impala. It's beautiful too, by the way. It's and and that's one thing I left out from Revolution. I even used the picture of Brandon striping it as, it's, you know, J- Joey Brewer cut the dash and painted it, and those three guys, you know, legendary guys, all in their own right, yeah, that, striped it. And yeah, that that was it looks so good too yeah it was pretty rad that, thank that, you that, thank you i appreciate that it. that dash looks so sweet and i'm totally gonna take that truck apart in the next couple of weeks uh, and just tear just, it down and build a frame don't touch and start the dash. over touch no it. no there's a couple of places i'd like to get touched up in the dash but other than that it won't get touched you know it's, or it's, who knows we'll see yeah i don't know that truck looks good i don't know why you keep complaining about it no, i'm not complaining about it yeah. i'm just i want it that's why i'm not taking the mini nats you, is uh, because laser perfectionist. Hold on, before we before we segue mini nats, and really we're gonna have to wrap this up quick. I'm not being funny. I really do have homework. <laughs> I'm sure good, you do. Good job, Lee Michael. I got to do by midnight. It's almost ten. Um, <laughs> want want the uh, so Casey or Jody, one or two, and Jeff Everidge, and then we'll leave that fourth spot between Tim and Andy Serginis. Yeah, that's and what I say. We want feedback. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, and we'll and we can even float that question to Charles in the next episode, but. Uh, uh, I'm curious to see what he has to say. Uh, I do too. I, we'll, we'll talk about next episode. We'll talk about next episode. If you're listening to this, why don't you give us your opinion? If you know these guys, if you know Casey, if you or I mean, okay, you know, yeah, you know, you know Casey. if you know Andy, if you know Tim Hoskins, who belongs in that fourth spot in the Mount Rushmore of Eastern Kentucky? Just remember history? that Allen is all by himself. Allen has his own sculpture. Yeah. Allen, Allen is a final stop on the bus trip. Yep. On the geriatric bus trip that goes around the Black Hills and shows things. You know, they're already going to leave. Is it Black Hills? Is that right? Have I been a stupid <laughs> idiot this entire time? I think Black, that's is, right. Is it Black Mountains? No, that's over here. That's over at Pine Mountain. That's just across Hills and Hollers. No, no, no. I'm talking Black Mountains. Oh, it's Black well, Hills in South Dakota. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's, even though it is mountains, they call them hills. Oh, do they really? That's like a proper name. Yeah. Yeah, that's like saying Sand Hill over here, which is actually a mountain because it's almost 3,000 feet tall, but it's Sand Hill because hillbillies. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and I'm actually pointing, you know, indicating. And not only am I pointing, I'm pointing the wrong direction. Yeah, that's, it's actually it's behind back, me. Yeah. Yeah, it's back towards Cumberland. Um, there's a cool old bar. or used to be a bar. It's a, it's a rock outcropping on the base of Sand Hill. Huge. I mean, 100 feet wide. 30 feet deep, just a cave. Uh, massive natural feature that in the 40s and 50s they had walled in. They built a wall, and this was a bar back Prohibition and stuff. And it was a rough place. Like, it, was, rough it was literally stuff. a bar inside of a cave? Mm-hmm. My step-grandfather, Nathan, who was a, ended up being a police officer, he was a, he was a, a rouser, and he would go over there and party. And told me stories about it before he passed away. In this badass bar. And again, I'm straight edge, that's, so that's I don't say that because I'm saying it was wild. just a rough place. Yeah, I'll have to take and show you sometime. That just, is that is wild. Is, can you go in it still? Oh, yeah. 
It's, it's now much, there's nothing left. It's no. just a cave now. All the wood and, and everything is gone. But at one time it was it was hollowed out as a barn. That's legit. Wild. And they ran it right there in the middle of the mountain. Huh. Um, so huh. yeah, we'll, we'll, the listeners that know will uh, will take their feedback on who that fourth spot is, and uh, you know, and I can think of a couple names that might have been on the list, but they were dropped out for a bunch of years or didn't have you know lasting contributions or whatever. So there's a couple of blips in the radar, if you will, that so. We're not really interested in anybody else's opinion. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. You can pick it. from the names that we give you. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if you have a name we didn't mention, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah. This. This is us again. This is our opinion. So, uh, and I guarantee somebody would be like, "Well, you forgot dirt, dirt." No, no we I'm, just probably didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> ADD and being an asshole makes up for a lot of my fallacies in life. Um, so, many of that's a couple of weeks, man. I'm Finally. Gonna, I'm it gonna, feels like we've been looking forward to the show for two years. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I think it's going to be great, man, where it's at the end of October for me because... Oh, God, the sunlight, weather's going to be awesome. Sunlight is awful. Well, it's going to be amazing. I'm totally down with it. I think it's going to be... This may be a show that is just... It's going to benefit from the pandemic, I think. Oh, Because, God, that anticipation has been just ramped through the roof. And I was looking forward to it. And but now I'm, like, jittery. That show like, is so big. Like anyways. a bump of Coke badge. You oh, know, it's going I was to like, be great. It's, it's going to be amazing. And, and, and there is nothing that can happen. And I'm knocking on wood here. There's nothing that can happen that will make that show be a failure. It's going to be out of this fucking world. Oh, it's out of this fucking world anyways. But I mean, Jesus Christ, you're guaranteed 750 vehicles, period. Yeah. Well, 749, actually. I've seen some people. Well, 749, because I have a ticket, and I'm not going to be entering anything, but I'm totally going to use my ticket to go in and get my armband and walk around. I, I, my intention was to take the brown truck. The you know the brown truck's got a couple little issues that are popping up, and I just want to put my best foot forward. I don't want to show up on those grounds with anything less than perfect. And and I just, One of these days, I'll take my piece of shit down there, and we'll talk about perfect. <laughs> well, I may end up giving my ticket to Jeremy, honestly. If he uh, if he wants to go, if he wants Jeremy's to got a nice truck. Jeremy's got a nice truck, yeah. And he got a real nice truck. And I may I may end up doing that. I may end up giving it to him. And Is just, he going down? Well, I don't know because hmm. I know he wanted a ticket and didn't have one. And uh, I'm number six sixty three. If I waited like a half second oh longer, God. I would have been six sixty six. Oh my that's God, that's so awesome! I kept that I, ticket w- I would I would have, <laughs> I would have kept it exactly <laughs> yeah, right. It'd been posted but, on the wall. Uh, but I do, do totally want my window sticker, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I so. can't blame you for that. So my plan is to throw a quick drop kick on the pizza truck, maybe throw a coat of primer on it, and drive that down. Save something with heat. You no, know, no, right. And, and, yeah, yeah. And now that I've literally replaced everything in the top end of the motor in the last week and a half, it should be running amazing. It ran amazing before. Uh, it blew something. It started missing real bad. It did really? That's a I don't shame. Know. The truck runs solid. Intake gasket looked fine. I first thought it was just, I thought it was a fuel pump. And the fuel pump had to be replaced. It was junk. So that was a problem, but it wasn't the it wasn't problem. It wasn't spitting and sputtering. Is that what it was? Bad. Yeah, it's Bad. And there was water mole. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No oil in the water. So I don't think it's a head gasket. Well, I'm not done a compression you, test, but I don't think it's a head gasket. You should probably just replace the head gasket. You already had everything apart, anyways. At that point. <laughs> yeah, but God, there's so much more work. <laughs> I mean, it's it already really, part. It was close. I'll show you a picture. But then you'd have to do the manifolds. And, God, it's 10 exhaust manifolds. Oh, I know. So then getting I'm them gonna, bolts loose then is to like done that, Then to have done that, I'm going to take off the entire front end because, to me, it's easier to strip the whole front end down. So then I've got a truck with the whole front end missing two weeks before. That, you could have put that big-ass motor head in there. Which one? The 327? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. no. The 327 is getting ready to go to a real motor shop this winter. I'm taking two motors this winter. Uh, the 327 and the 307. The 327, obviously, is for the shop killer. Mm. The three, it's the a beautiful three. motor. You guys just see it. 
God, it's not been seen in public in a long time. But that motor still looks good sitting on that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I bet that thing was a beast, wasn't it? It was wrong. Yeah, of course, then again, I say that, and to me it was amazing. But then, like, you had the dude in London with the LS uh, Turbo. I know, the four it's door. not fair. It's not even fair, man. Like, and it was quiet. It was such a weird, it's like, you know, it makes like twice the horsepower I was making. I was <laughs> in the 300 range to the wheels. Yeah. That fucker was like five something. To I know the it's, it's the wild. It doesn't make any sense. And it's just quiet and nice. And what? How? how? I don't. I don't understand LSs and turbos. <laughs> I, I don't either. But somehow you just buy one with a turbo, and it's like four hundred horsepower. You know, my thoughts on V8s is boom, boom, dirt track. <laughs> you know, four barrels and and loud and and running rich and the terms flooded and and boys. So it sounds out. like a Harley is what you're saying. No, it sounds dirt track. <laughs> dirt track. My Sonoma sounded dirt track. As much as I hate dirt track, it sounded dirt track. It was put, open put, headers. And I remember uh, when I took John O'Neill, Johnny O used to be the editor of Street Trucks Magazine. Yeah. Uh, I gave John O'Neill a ride one night, and it was so far out of time. That damn thing was shooting just orange, red tip flames out both headers under the truck. And I was, oh, my God, it was, it you, was amazing. You had you. You didn't have exhaust on that thing? No, I ran that open headers. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. Again, what part of Hillbilly did you miss? Oh, my God, that's probably it's just a stupid loud. My uncle that I love, I love my Uncle Mike. Uh, he's The one that few, helps you do pretty well everything. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that I've learned every little bit of mechanic ability I have from Chris Wilson and my Uncle Mike. <laughs> and CDW Steve, which, by the way, shout out to him. He saved me earlier. I was putting intake gaskets on. And uh, uh, Steve from Chicago, I talked about him, the the, the drag racing buddy I've got. No, and, well, uh, the... I've known him for a long time. He's got a uh, turbo Fox body. Yeah, it's or Fox had body. a supercharged Fox body rather. I think he changed the motor. But anyway, blah blah blah. Uh, I was freaking out because my new intake gaskets had a metal plate on them that was covering part of what I thought was a water jacket. So I sent him pictures. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, help, help, help. And turns out it was like EGR or something like that. So, you know, he said, clip it and seal it. You'll be fine. So, yeah. big shot. EGR, EGR is yeah. a bunch of bullshit like anyways. It's an S10. Check, light, check engine light's always on anyway. Yeah. I, well, you know, you fix so that problem. if you see me on the side of the, the road going to Maggie Valley in a couple weeks on fire, that's why. Because <laughs> I did wrong. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't clip it enough or something. Uh, but anyway, but no, my Uncle Mike, he's dirt track mechanic. Yeah, and that literally those are the kind of motors he's worked on for years, and he's an awesome one, but he's a racing mechanic, and and uh, so that's why I sounded like that. I sounded mm. like you know late model or super stock or some of those words that dirt I don't track. really know what they are. Dirt track, yeah. Hashtag dirt track. <laughs> Please God, don't. No, don't hashtag us dirt track. I made a horrible mistake, and I need to edit that out. No. Please oh, God, don't ever tie God. us in with that. Dirt track bulls. Dirt track. <laughs> <laughs> We've not run the club generator in a long time. We, we, have, we, to, we, we should do it do next that. time. We'll save Char- it for Charles. Yeah, because we'll his reaction will be funny. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, because he's a very quiet guy <laughs> anyway. It'll be good. Nothing's touched touch Twisty Boys though. Nothing will ever touch Twisty Boys. Twisty Boys is never no, won. No, absolutely. I wish we'd kept a better record of those names as they've too. come. But yeah. you know, hey, we live and learn. We no. we try different things. We try and make this. Ex- I don't want to say exciting, interesting for people. Twisty Boys. <laughs> Twisty Boys. <laughs> All right. A uh, couple weeks, Maggie Valley, you're going? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So whoever wants to give me a ride in their mini truck, I'm... Uh, I'm cool, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, oh, I got a good... I got I'm a, going to be a mini truck whore for the I got weekend. a really good Maggie Valley story to tell you. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I've pretty much always had somebody with me when I went to Maggie Valley. And, uh, you know, a couple years ago, I went by myself, and I really enjoyed it. And it's something I'd never done before in 2015. What, what, did you take a truck? I did not. And that's so you were a mini truck whore, too, is what you're saying. 
Dude, I was a nobody that week, and it was great. I didn't. But even... did you walk and get a bunch of people random trucks? Well, hold on. Let me tell the damn story. Okay, all right. God, all right. He's God, all right. Take damn. all my thunder here. Damn. Okay, so what I did do was I was hanging out in front of the um, the little ice cream store there across from they got a little strip mall across from the fairgrounds right on the strip, and it's got the most amazing ice cream store. Oh my God, it's What's awesome. It? What's its name so I can go there? Ice Cream Store. Is it really just called Ice Cream Store? I don't know. It's, we'll ass. look it up in a second. <laughs> it's, a, it's directly across from the showgrounds. as a little strip mall, kind of a weird bluish, grayish strip mall. Yep, that's and happening. There is a hand-dipped ice cream. Oh, it's, my God, it's, it's awesome. It's happening. And, and, and not that I notice such things, but every young lady working in there looks like she's a model. Oh. I mean, it is an amazing place. You would be all over it. That's happening. Um, yeah, every mini trucker there, that, that, that's a go-to. But I love it because, honestly, I'm fat and their ice cream is amazing. <laughs> I'm too damn old to notice the girls, but their ice cream is... <laughs> I love is, ice cream. And they got all sorts of, like, yeah, they got all sorts of, like, specialties they do and different kinds of stuff. Mm. It's, it's awesome. But anyway, blah, 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 blah. All that being said, so I'm hanging out at this ice cream shop, and I'm literally sitting there like an absolute nobody. It was so cool. Sitting on the on the side of the strip, you know, on the porch there in front of the ice cream shop, watching the cruising. And there were some boys uh, come over, and it was really funny. Keep in mind, I was wearing a work shirt, okay, with my name embroidered on it. That's kind of important. It literally says Lee on it. Lee on the on the chair. You were wearing a work shirt. I was. It was a Twist Cane work shirt. Ed Cane's shop. Oh, okay. It's it's a uh, always. It was one of my prized possessions after having a truck sort of built there. And um, the uh, so I'm wearing this work shirt. It has my name on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I, I see some boys pull up in a hard body, and uh, I, they I don't know if they broke down or what. But they get down, and start looking at the back. I'm sure thinking, well, you know, I've done this for a long time. I'm gonna see if I can help these kids because they were young, obviously. And uh, I walk over there and I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, it's just a. Oh, they told me, you know what, well, we got a little leak here or something like that. And I said, well, is there anything I could do? Do y'all need tools? And I realized they don't know me. And it was, a, it was like a Tennessee truck. And I thought, well, these guys should know me. It was like a lo- semi local Tennessee truck, like Tri Cities or something. And I'm like, oh, no, we're good, man, we're good. So then I thought I'd kind of play like an asshole. Or not an asshole, but just kind of play stupid. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's a pretty cool truck, man. Does it go up and down? <laughs> so, no, no, this story gets better. So, anyway. Um, is this one of those low riders? The, I said, does it go up and down? I was like, they kind of looked at me and they kind of smiled at each other because obviously I'm some dumbass hillbilly that doesn't know and he shouldn't even be there. He's in a work shirt. Look at him. What the hell? And they're like, yeah, it's it's got air suspension. I'm like, yeah, really? So you actually just fill it with air and it, it goes up. That's cool, man. So I've never rode one like that. Do you guys mind if I jump in with you? And they kind of look at each other. I'm like, well, sure. I'm like, dude, I'll sit in the back. I just, I would like, I've never rode something like that, you know? And I like to run everything I've done for 20 years. You know, I've never rode something like that. Can I jump in the back with you guys? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, then, like, one of the kids, he actually gets in the back with me. I think so he can explain things. So we're, we're cruising down the strip, you know, me, and, and again, I'm old. I've been around forever in my Lee work shirt. And these cats who are from, like, an hour from Weisberg. Uh, oh. They were in a club that we knew. They were in Show and Low, Greg Isom's club. Really? Yeah. So I mean, obviously these guys should have damn well know who I was. And uh, I don't know. You were kind of a figment of people's imagination. People didn't believe well, the league existed. You, you always say that too. So, <laughs> but anyway, blah 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 blah. And this was 2015. So this is a year I'm advertising heavily. You know, so obviously I'm advertising big time at this point. Yeah. And 2015. Yeah, 2015. That and a, uh, so I'm riding with these kids. That's a big year. And this kid is like, yeah, 2015 maybe the biggest year we ever had. We've 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 broke. 
mid to high threes twice. As a, that was one of them. That's a wild year. But but anyway, which is so funny. I thought that was such a big year, and, and many Nats has already double us at the gate. That's just stupid. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so I'm riding with these kids, and I'm playing totally dumb. And this kid's like, yeah, man, this is called a four-link. He's playing like a three-link. This is a four-link, and blah, 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 blah. He's, he's explaining all these things. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. Really? That's cool. I don't even remember. <laughs> no, these kids were actually fine. They, I'm, just, I'm being a dick on that. Sorry, guys. Whoever y'all were, if you were listening, I'm sorry. But anyway, but no, he is. He's explaining stuff to me. He's like, yeah, you see that trucker there? That's called body dropped. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. I don't see how they get in those things. And big guy like me couldn't do it. I really can't fit in one. And, an uh, ironic thing about so it. then they take me back to the stop. I get out. I go up to the drivers. Hey, man, thank you for the ride. By the way, tell uh, Greg, your club president, the Lee Coddle from Heritage, says hi. <laughs> and then I walk off, and they're just all just kind of staring at me. <laughs> and I hear him saying, oh, she's that Lee, really? It was so great. Oh I rode with it for 15 minutes. The kids, were, the kids were awesome. But then I then I told them who I was. I left and just walked off like with Michael Bay explosions going on in the background and shit. So. Oh my god! I was that, I forgot about that that story you just said. That, that was a good is, memory. That is so. wonderful. That was a good memory, man. That was a I enjoyed that. And that's one of the reasons I'm going down by myself this year is I'm just going to kind of incognito and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm planning just to walk around and talk to random people and pretend like I don't know what I'm talking about. Is this a jumpy up and down truck? Jumpy up and down truck, yeah. yeah. No, dude, we need to bum a ride with somebody and not tell them who we are. Oh, that's great. We That's a goal. On In Maggie Valley, we need to find somebody to jump in the truck with and I not give them a clue who I they are. Idea. You pull out your phone and you go straight from the hills and hollers of Eastern Kentucky. Oh, dude, there's oh. eight and a half people that listen to us. I know, but, know but... Oh, you mean live stream from the back? Yeah, from from, from the vehicle. I love it. And I love it. And that guy would be like, what the fuck? Dude, I love it. It will only be funny if he catches the video later that night. Somebody tags him in it or something, you know. Dude, that's it. We're going to live stream. That's going to happen. That's, oh, that'd be great. We're going to live stream from the back of somebody's truck randomly that does not know us. We can't wear anything identifying. No. I mean, obviously, we can't. I guess, hell, I'm kind of generic anyway. This is not a problem. No. Um, I'm down. That, uh, that's that, awesome. That's great. a goal. What will be really funny is that they actually do listen to us. This is the, oh, one, of the eight pe- one of the eight people that we don't know. That would be great. That would be so like, funny. What the fuck? We're, we're down. That's it. Oh, we're going to live stream yeah. to the back of somebody's truck now, that does not know us. That's going to be great. Could you imagine it. a look on their face? No, we, we need to find somebody that actually has those silly Instagram stickers in the back glass. Oh, yes. So we can definitely tag them as soon as we get out. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be fun. Uh, I'll take my GoPro. We'll have a little fun well, with it. Well, that'd be great. Actually, that's cool. That's cool. I, I like keep that forgetting idea. you have a GoPro. I'm not going to go for eight black. Yeah, and you can and I've used it once. Use it. <laughs> once for like eight seconds. And I'm like, God, this is, this is, this ain't me. <laughs> Technology. Yeah, this is, this is the stance kids that can use this and the people yeah. that make money off of it. I'm too dumb. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so we know what's going on in a couple weeks. Well, okay. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, I, there's some stuff that's going to be there that is just, I cannot wait to see that's again. That's cool. The quality is just stupid, You know what man. sucks it's, is that my phone will die halfway through it because I'll take so many pictures. You know, I've never really been a picture taker at shows. I, I, I go through and I take pictures of things I like the idea of. I don't, and I don't know, okay, well, I do that sometimes too, and I took a lot of pictures that slammed enough, but my intention was to give them to Tyler so he can throw them up on drag gear. Mm-hmm. And then I sucked and I didn't, and they're just on my phone it chilling happens. out. And well, it happens. But that being said, um, the, I've just never been a big picture taker. You know, I... I've I've taken the occasional selfie with somebody important, you know, when I first met Shannon or yeah. or you know uh, Chuck Burgess for example. But uh, but very seldom do I really take a lot of pictures. Of shows. I'm an interior whore, mm-hmm. so I go around looking at people's interiors, take a picture of them. I got you. Is, I got you. I totally understand. Yeah. All right, man. You want to wrap this up? Oh yeah, man. We're good. Yeah, I think I think we're good. Um, we've covered. Did we talk about the pop up mini truck meet? Nope. That 
John and Butler did. Was it today? No. Oh no, I forgot they were trying to not that was that was another kid. That was um oh Anthony West? Yeah, that's that was him. Is that, is that yeah. Okay. I got you there. Yeah, but I, wasn't that supposed to be today? Uh yesterday. Oh Saturday? we failed. I don't know. I didn't see the advertising again. Well, so my plan was to go to a show and pitch a forge, but then I got caught up with real life, you know, work I and school and stuff. And literally forgot about it. Cause they had a Dukes of Hazard show and pitch a forge I wanted to go to. But did he? Did he do it? Yeah, yeah. You didn't go? No. Why not? Time and money and effort and, mm. and desire. You spent all the money on your other truck. Which is I put five hundred dollars in that beater this yeah. week. Uh, new fuel pump, new fuel filter, and a new spider injection, and new gaskets, and distributor cap, and other odds and ends. You, you know you could just take the general lead truck down there. I'm terrified. And I know this this sucks. I'm being serious. I'm terrified to drive that truck now. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of anything. Yeah, well, That's not the word I'm looking it for. It did act weird on I'm very. Well, no, no, no. That don't bother me. It's the fact that I've got a big Confederate battle flag on it. And that oh. somebody will try and, and screw it up. Oh, I didn't even think that's about that. That's what I'm scared about. I didn't even think about that. I shit. said I'm terrified, and that's not the right word. I'm, I'm not scared of anything. My, 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 my qualms come in that somebody would be a dumb dick or, you know. You um, know, shoot them. God, can you imagine? Can you imagine the headlines? Oh, I know. Eastern right? Kentucky man. Oh, God, it looks so shoots bad. Shoots protester for damaging mobile racism billboard. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, I hate this world, dude. Oh my God! All I the fucking things that anybody's ever cons- cons- considered me is is not fucking racist. I mean, and, and to think of something like that and being put in that position, and that's why I'm afraid to drive it. In all sincerity, I told you in Pigeon Forge last year or a couple years ago, some some dumb dick leaned out the window of a navigator and, and well, like he leaned out, he yelled and called me a racist. I'm just thinking, you know, dude, you're an idiot. This dude's a hazard, man. Exactly. You know absolutely nothing about me. You know nothing about the person driving and. Again, I come from that thought that it's history. Uh, period. Man, everybody likes to lose a hazard. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just be honest. Well, uh, actually, I hated the show, but whatever. Really? Man, I love when they jump stuff. I do. I do. I like when they jump stuff. I think I get some real enjoyment out of it because it's, no, it's not real. I have jumped something that's very low off the ground and been on stock suspension and bottomed it out. We can do a pop-up meet somewhere in November. We call it for a year. I guess we should. I'd like to. I've got two places of mine. We got. I'd like to consider either, and I'm gonna check with Butler first. I don't want to be a dick and just jump in and take over. Uh, I'm gonna see if he plans to do anything for November, and if not, I wouldn't mind trying to do a pop up mini truck meet in either Stanton. Mm-hmm. Stanton's a good place. Or Prestonburg. Well, if we I know some places in Prestonburg. You I figured as much. Obviously, that's your hometown, but but uh, I'm thinking Stanton. the Stanton the most likely area to get people at the end of the year. But I don't want to do London or Manchester. Could London. To me, that rule that was posted up, no 24-hour Walmarts, I think is a good way to pick a town to have one in. Yeah. And, uh, yep. and you know, neither Prestonburg nor Stanton. Stanton don't have a Walmart. Prestonburg don't have a 24-hour Walmart. That's true. And uh, uh, so I don't want to do one there, and they've already done the Manchester thing and blah, 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 and that's that's Butler's territory, so I don't, I don't encroach in that. But I wouldn't mind doing one just to get together, you know, first weekend November or something maybe, just kind of hang out. One more calling it before the year goes to hell. Mm. Well, this, I mean, this year is already what if the hell. If we're doing Prestonburg, I, mean? I might actually bring out my Ranger. Before the solemn. It is in a gummy-ass mess. But everybody well, then that it. definitely makes me think we may do Prestonburg. Then. It is a gummy-ass mess, but it still runs. Well, if you do that, I may actually drive the, the truck in many colors. Really? Or, or the orange truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One or the other. Well, I should know beforehand. That way I can Orange truck has heat. Wow. I forgot about that. Well, that may be valuable. And functional lights. It does? Ish. Yeah. Those, um, well, you need new bulbs and lights. I'll bright. leave you with a final thought. Huh. Isn't it funny the difference that one word can make? Let me give you an example. Uh-huh. This was going to be my car.
cold intro, and obviously it didn't work out. If somebody comes up to you and say, hey, are you working out? That's very flattering. Because that means, you know, they're noticing a physical change in you. Mm-hmm. But if they come up and say, hey, are you still working out? That means you look like shit to them. <laughs> one word. One word difference. Wow. Yep. Wow. You're to call them not, man. Oh, yeah, man. For my co-host, Shay Mullins, I'm LMC. You have listened to an hour and a half of episode 19 of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. Don't forget if you actually enjoy the things that we ramble about. Like, share, and subscribe. Whore us out as much as you can because we want to gain nine and a half listeners before uh, Maggie Valley. That would be awesome. Yeah, we got one more listener to go. Um, I have nothing else cool to add. I don't even I'm not even going to try and really milk at night. Uh, Say goodnight, brother. See you guys. I love hey, cults. He loves cults. See y'all next time. I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the voice of the low life. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your host, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time. <laughs>